0: In 4K episode 81. I am Bill Shetty. I'm Lady Phantom. And we have another bonus for you because we get out fan requests, don't we, Lady Phantom? Absolutely. This one goes out to Sean Taylor from Indiana, who stated that he don't know why this movie isn't loved by most. He also went to say this is not a reference 4K disc but they did a lot of work on it and he thinks it looks impressive. We're gonna let you know about that and much more when we get into the review. We are starting that off right away. From 1995, we are covering Waterworld. Rated PG 13, runs for 2 hours and 15 minutes, listed in 3 genres action, adventure, and science fiction.
1: Anything. Science fiction?
0: Yeah, you can see it, but I want to drop it.
1: <laughs> I mean, the thing is that, yeah, I, I agree with dropping it. Yeah.
0: This will be coming into play with the story you're going to hear, but if somebody's looking for a science fiction film, this will not be in the top one millionth of (laughs) the movies you would want. Yeah. So we're going to drop that and go with Action and Adventure, directed by Mr. Kevin Reynolds.
1: Yes. And he directed Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, previously also with Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman, and I remember that. But most importantly, Count of Monte Cristo, which I absolutely love.
0: Is, I thought that was a book. That's a movie.
1: Oh, it is a book, but it has a movie and it has Jim Caviezel, Guy Pierce, and a very, very young Henry Cavill.
0: Oh, all right. The new Superman guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just name the three lead stars here, Lady family.
1: Well, it's uh, Kevin Costner. Jane Triplehorn,
0: G N, isn't it? I don't know. I've always thought it's G N, but you could be right.
1: I I don't know. And Dennis Hopper, your right. favorite?
0: <laughs> yeah, not my favorite <laughs> by no stretch of the imagination. <laughs> now, did you know anybody else during this? There's a lot of side characters, Phantom.
1: Yeah, there's one blonde guy that I'm sure I've seen somewhere else, but I just can't place him. It's it, he was in a lot of TV things. Jack Black is in this. He is, I think, the pilot for the bad guys and he never speaks and uh, it's
0: hard to tell because a lot of the smokers in this have like black oil on them all the time
1: yeah it's just that like i saw him and i was like wow this looks like a very young jack black and then i checked and it is him and the girl i'm sure i mean i've seen her in other stuff that is not this right
0: but these are primarily the stars and these are the ones who made the most money okay read that little synopsis phantom
1: In a future where the polar ice caps have melted and Earth is almost entirely submerged, a mutated mariner fights starvation and outlaw smokers and reluctantly helps a woman and a young girl try to find dry land.
0: Yes, and that's one of the longest one sentences that you can (laughs) get on IMDb, actually, (laughs) because I think they're limited to amount of words, and usually it's very short, but that describes the movie really it's very comprehensive (laughs) yeah
1: it's very comprehensive
0: right now there might be a few things we covered it's mild spoilery but we gotta mention them because they're key to the main story here okay this movie starts out with a little narrative that discusses what that synopsis is it's into the future they don't say when But going with global warming nowadays, this is what people think will eventually happen when the ice cap melts and everything, and all the land is submerged in here, so everybody is living on water. Okay, we meet Kevin Costner's character right up front, and I'm going to say it here. He's a mutant fish human. They actually don't call him human in this. They call him a mutated fish. But, I mean, he's got all human qualities.
1: <laughs> I would say his mutation is actually the gills and the and the feet. Like, it, a mutation that allows him to live in water. Right.
0: So, to me, when I first seen this movie, because this is about my fifth or sixth watching of this movie.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: I presumed he was mutated from humans evolving over many a century. Who knows? Because they never stated in uh-huh. this. You know, that he mutated from other humans and such to be able to survive.
1: Yeah, me too. Now, nobody
0: knows he's a mutant in the beginning, but I wanted to get that out of the way because it's crucial in this story here. So you see him on a boat, and there's these smokers, they're called in this, They're the bad people under Dennis Hopper, who's known as the Deacon, who is trying to control basically the population in the world trade right to get the most for his people and his people are super poor and they do as he says
1: well for himself i mean right
0: just like you would have somebody like this and if this ever happened of course there's there's no doubt about it of course but you see that right up front you don't really know what's going on with kevin costner in this time So he heads into a region, a trading post, I want to call it. It's a little part that's covered by swinging doors. It's like a moat in the middle of the ocean.
1: Yeah, uh uh-huh.
0: And there's the humans there. They can walk around because they built planks and stuff like that. And you notice right up front that he's having a little trouble walking he's staggering so that's why i said this could be a little mild spoilery because at first you would have no idea he was a mutant during the opening i scenes never scenes and honestly
1: i never noticed that he had problems walking oh yeah right never. when
0: he got off and went into the plank there mm-hmm. at the moat mm-hmm. he was wobbling and looking at his feet and like training how to walk uh, okay. wow phantom missed something and this is your second or third viewing, so wow. Third,
1: and hopefully last.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> he wants to trade, and they have hardly anything. They have a plant.
1: Yeah, a tomato plant.
0: <laughs> and, they and that's are, a
1: feed in itself because they are so hard to grow.
0: <laughs> yes, and they're making some sort of juice or something that you can drink. And he is selling dirt, dry dirt that nobody has seen, basically. They've heard about it like through myths, passed down through generation. And the whole human population is looking for what's called dry land. Some think it's a myth, most don't. And a very key aspect of this comes with this little girl, 5, 6, 7-ish, I want to say, mm-hmm. around there, Phantom. She has a tattoo on her back and it's in the cover art sort of if you know the cover art and people think this is the key to getting to dry land of course we're humans we're not made to live on water everybody's going along and trying to search for dry land and this guy is coming to trade things that would be in a dry land yes we have just for examples during the entirety of this movie books, paper, crayons, plants, anything else sticks out. A to music
1: you? box that they mention also.
0: Right, like cups.
1: Yeah, things he has like all that. sorts of things that you could find. But, but then again, also do the smokers. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, he has a lot of things that you could only get. On, I don't know, in a city, in a house, right? Something. So
0: while people think it's a myth, some of the old timers, you know, there is gadgetry that's around that alludes to there was a dry land or was at one time. Nobody knows in this movie what has happened to Earth, basically. Here,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I suppose that like so much time has gone by that there's nobody alive, or so they think, that can actually tell them anything or show anything about the the dry land.
0: While Kevin Costner is doing his trade, someone notices he is a mutant. And they capture him, and via vote, (laughs) they want to put him down
1: because that's what humans do exactly
0: right and even though the leader in the totality of the movie is a good leader Uh uh-huh he stops them from killing him and then they take a vote and then he don't have a choice but you can see he is a good guy in general
1: yeah it's just that as of course typical in movies and in real life people are just super scared of that which they don't understand so
0: right so while he's in a cage and being lowered into muddy quicksand i'd like to call it to be recycled the smokers attack this good moat where the good people are we're just gonna Put it basically out there. That's Uh the gist of the story. Yeah, These are people that are good. They don't go around killing people and stuff. Yeah, they trying to themselves and trying to survive. And they let people in the trade and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Now, Kevin Costner, I think we touched on it briefly. He is a mariner. He's like on his own, has his own boat. And there is people that like go out on their own to investigate and trade and live and to... um, explore things like that so while the smokers are attacking he makes a deal with the woman who was the shop owner of the trade and this girl that's not her daughter she's just taking care of her they make a deal if you get me out of the cage i'll take you off the dry land so there's a nice big action scenario here And this is when you really get to meet Dennis Hopper and his character and the leader of these smokers and stuff. And he's like praised as like the prophet for this time and things like that. So he's off on his own in his boat. They got out of there with his boat and the two girls there. And this is when I would say we go into drama territory. Yes, for quite a while even though there is little battles here and there when a boat comes across and they do trades and people aren't who you think they are
1: yeah actually talking about that could we add drama to this because it's it's absent and no
0: okay no even though it's there uh i mean would you like to i would be fine with it
1: (laughs) yeah because i mean there is drama definitely
0: okay action adventure drama but no sci-fi we're gonna drop that but via what we're talking about it is science fiction in theory you know because we're going ahead in time and you know in this scenario that this movie Uh, takes place but we're dropping it this is when you start getting the human aspect here he really don't want the girls on his boat he's a loner and he just wants to take care of himself and survive and explore. And he's fine with being on the water, of course, because he's half fish, so to speak.
1: Yeah. He just wants to and be left alone.
0: He, he can stay underwater. And then this is when it comes into play where he's getting some of the dry land type things. That I don't want to touch on, Lady uh-huh. I'm okay but with that. But this is where the story is. You can see... There starts to become a relationship between Fishman and, and Triple Horn. Horn. Is that her name? Yeah, Triple Horn. Yeah, and the and, young and girl who I loved in this lady family. I, she's so adorable and was a great actress, I thought.
1: I agree. I think she is my favorite here, actually.
0: than Costner? Yes. Wow. I'm a huge Kevin Costner fan, so Yeah,
1: and I think the last thing that is pertinent to mention is that at some point and for some reason that I won't say, Dennis Hopper wants this girl, the little girl. And it that's Well I already the- said it
0: she's got a tattoo on her back
1: well yeah but you didn't say that dennis hopper wants her because of that so that's why Wow, well, that's
0: basically the whole movie though it yeah, comes that's out the, very it.
1: yes that's the bulk of the of the movie yes, that they people want her think
0: this girl has the tattoo that leads them to dry land but nobody can read it It's almost, you know, you got to take technology and everything out. Like, I really felt this was like a thousand years in the future. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all loss of what we used to be as humans, no technology, no steam. We're back to rowing boats and stuff like that.
1: And at the same time, they have motor boats. But anyway. Right. And there's no
0: literature or anything to Mm -hmm. research or learn from here.
1: Yeah, this movie—it's funny because it—it it feels both like a thousand years in the future and like a thousand years in the past. Uh-huh. Somehow, that's it's, what it's, I
0: thought was interesting.
1: Yeah, like it's—it's it's very like you cannot really put this movie somewhere and or some when. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's interesting. I will definitely give it that.
0: So we get in this relationship. Costner don't like the little girl at all. She's always taking things like little kids do. And it's almost like he's a little kid. Don't take that. That's mine. Things like that. Because everything is precious. Every little artifact is precious here. He even buys shelves (laughs) that is in the store. You know, that's where we're at. Just so each individual can survive. And the more you have the better off you are mm-hmm. and he has contraptions he has sort of a fancy boat that people have never seen in this time either but then you do look on the other side too lady phantom and then you got jet skis and you do have a plane yeah and you're things. like where are they getting so gas like, i'm like okay okay so <laughs> So we get a nice good hour long dramatic story in between, you know, other mariners coming along. And I'll just say one bit piece here. A guy comes up and wants to trade, and he wants the women as a trade. hmm And there's a little kerfuffle there. I want to <laughs> go in with that and just say Kevin Costner has second takes on that. <laughs> Because I should mention he wants them off the boat after they get saved by the smokers in this moat area, and she offers himself to, to him to him, and he doesn't take it. He's like, "You guys got nothing I want so but they come to an agreement and keep them there and stuff
1: yeah, like but that. i I gotten that part of the movie like I think he was actually going to go for it but when he saw that she was so i mean like she was disgusted by the idea she it, it was just a trade and he could feel that and he didn't want that because like he was like Noah, like if you feel so disgusted by this i don't want it
0: right we have many more battles with the smokers because now they're after him and the little girl so yeah, we now have it's personal. several situations there you learn more about dry land, where he's getting these artifacts from. So this is a heavy part of the movie, I'd say, with you know an action scene every 15 minutes or something, and yep. then the dramatic story of a relationship evolving with these three. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that part of it, Phantom, did you?
1: Parts of it and others I was like rolling my eyes. I mean, can you
0: give us an example? Because I'll probably battle with you. What was your role in your eyes with the human development?
1: No, actually, I think most of my eye rolling was with the bad guy. I think Dennis Hopper was a terrible, and I cannot stress this enough, terrible villain. Cookie cutter, kind of Captain Hook ish, like mustache twirling bad guy that i I just wanted someone to kill him because he was just so annoying
0: yeah he is not one of my favorite actors before this movie and i grew up with dennis hopper he's been around a long time yeah i know i just never appreciated his chops personally and i feel you lady phantom i think that is one huge fault of this movie and it's not that I just didn't like him. Is
1: no, it's not Nova only him. He
0: acted, and like you said, he's a caricature.
1: Exactly, like it's it. His character is so devoid of anything that is not. I'm the bad guy. I mean, like ugh, he reminded me of Jack Nicholson's Joker. Actually, like, ugh, like please shut, shut up. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I will
0: say there's some. Comedy sprinkled in through this movie, yes. not laugh out loud jokes, but little mentions of things that you're like, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like he loses his eye, and <laughs> they put in like a doll's eye in his eye. It's comical. It's yeah, funny and, when you. Yeah, see Yeah, and them. I
1: wasn't terrible. I I wasn't really against that, but it's just his per. He's just such a bad guy. He has no arc. He is not interesting. He ugh, he was just so annoying. I cannot think of any other word but annoying.
0: And there is some comedy or levity in this when the girl's doing a little things, getting into trouble or something, and she mouths off to the fish man, and yeah, it's fun, funny, and lighthearted and cool i appreciated it It, it, this fit for me when they broke it up because he's very stern and they portray him as unhuman basically everybody in this but he is human so he does have feelings maybe not in the beginning and he's only after himself but he does have an arc yes he is and there's this big ending montage i want to call it you know when he's going to meet dennis hopper and when he's trying to get this girl back because something happens in the movie i really liked her dialogue with the bad people and yeah, how that was she good. was speaking
1: that that was very good. It was like hmm, karma. Yeah, karma. she was
0: making him out to be like Superman or something. She's like, you don't want to mess with this guy. Hello, like, you're <laughs> you know, in and trouble. You don't now. have any superhuman power or anything like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, it was funny. Like when when she finally saw that he was coming, and he was like, "Oh, you guys are in so much
0: trouble." <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you what, Lady Phantom, I don't know if it was good job or like people get smacked in this and it looks like they do
1: yeah and i wouldn't be surprised if they actually did
0: right like going back to texas chainsaw they actually did that but kids get smacked adults get smacked you see it so i'd be surprised if they didn't yeah i know and you know they might have sped up the footage or something to make it look harder than it was but it looked good
1: yeah, let, let's just say if they weren't smacked, then it was great choreography. Because it actually looks like it in many points. Now, I think the, the Kevin Costner character, the thing with him is that he was, I mean, yes, of course, he was a loner and everything. But he was very guarded. Like, he didn't need or want to care for anyone, like, just to protect himself. But at the same time, I thought his character was not very well written or developed. Because, I mean, if he is, like, that guarded and that, like, I need to know maybe just a little bit, why? I mean, it can't be that you're just a bleep just because. But
0: he said it in there, Phantom, a couple times. He's like, all you humans are alike. They're all after one thing, and they're all killing everybody off, basically.
1: Yeah, but still, I don't find any reason for him to be such a bleep to the girls for no reason like i don't know if it's included in the extended edition maybe it is or not but like i need to know why i mean nobody is just like that like so so (sighs) rude and everything just because you know i mean like i need to know and in this case i'm sorry but i do need
0: to know why he didn't want to be bothered lady phantom he is not really the same species
1: it may be but i didn't like him i mean really i only got to actually like this guy if the movie is what two hours and 15 minutes there was maybe only 20 minutes in which i actually liked him the rest of the movie i couldn't care less about him
0: oh i did So we get to this climactic long ending scene that's nonstop action. And I think it ended really well. A lot of live action scenes. There is a lot of green screening in this, um, which I never noticed before, but I'm going to touch on that in the uh, 4K more. But you do have monstrous sets going on, monstrous choreography vast scenes and stuff like that and i'll just leave it at this you do get a conclusion if they do find dry land where is dry land and what it's all about the last question i want to ask you lady phantom the last minute of this movie did you like how it ended
1: yes and no yes because i think it was inevitable like that it was going to end like that because of things that we have already mentioned and no because it was very poorly explained like i got the gist but i needed more than what they gave
0: it it was just not enough oh i liked it okay so i'm gonna give lady phantom this question because sean in his comment for us wondered himself why this movie hasn't gotten more love and this was not a huge hit at the time it ended up making money worldwide but i can even remember in 95 the critics really busting this movie it never made back its money in the u.s it had to go global to make back its money so from your perspective because i liked the movie i got way less criticisms than you why is this a hated movie or don't get the love that me and Sean think it deserves.
1: Oof. I think that's manifold. Sam? First, I think the idea was a little too big for what they could actually pull off at the time. As much as I share your love for Kevin Costner, I mean, I happen to think the guy is an amazing actor, he is just not an action man. I am sorry, I don't think he pulls off the the action hero part very well. Then I think the, the bad guy's character has a lot to do with it because honestly, he is just so annoying. Like all his motivation, I mean, the motivation is clear enough, but their arc is just so typical, so cookie cutter, so like... Ugh, do you have anything else really i think
0: you were bored in this movie too
1: yes because at some point i mean it i know there's an extended edition this lasts two hours and 15 minutes i think it could have been an hour and a half and be done with it because there are parts that drag and drag
0: like what because i didn't feel that at all
1: like all the bad guy parts and the the bad people parts i think they could have been diminished so much without losing anything, really. I mean, the the all the human development with the girls and everything, I was fine with, especially and when he... And there's
0: plenty of action in this movie.
1: Yes. I mean, when he starts to warm up, especially to the little girl more than the the other one, like, and that's another thing. Oh, my goodness. Kevin Costner and this girl, Triple Horn, have zero chemistry. Zero and in this movie, where you have these two characters that are prominent for most of it, you need a couple that have great chemistry. These They, I they didn't disagree pull it off.
0: And I'll tell you why. I personally think I don't want an attraction between them. Now, I don't know what they were actually going for in the movie. What I took via that is they learn to respect each other and there is a romantic scene between them two here and that's the scene that could have been cut for me because i feel like he's disconnected because he is a species and i just didn't want that ooh kissy kissy You can see them falling for each other. And this I didn't want that, it doesn't go there. And I'm happy with that. And
1: it was terrible because I mean, and by chemistry, let me be clear. I don't mean necessarily that they had chemistry as a couple. Sometimes you have series or movies or whatever in which there are two people that hate each other, but they have chemistry. They work together in the same scene, whether they like each other or not. But these two no it just didn't work
0: okay i just disagree with the phantom on that i bought everything about this except hopper he's my main gripe with this movie and then some technicals okay i think since we ran quite a long time lady phantom on the story that we should cover technicals in the 4k but before that let's just get into the green screening here it is very noticeable very it was before on blu-ray certain scenes more so on the 4k but yeah there is some scenes since i was studying the picture more so this time than any other time before i was just sitting back and relaxing and it's mainly with the balloons in the air type scenes there
1: that and there's also an underwater scene that is very important and oh my goodness you didn't
0: like that yeah to me i was hit and miss with that sometimes it looked good sometimes it looked a little too fake mostly
1: it looked crappy to my
0: did it from my point of view yeah okay let's get the rating and recommendation out here i'm gonna be way higher in phantom thank you Sean I was like "Ooh, some of these recommendations come in and I'm like rolling my eyes don't worry we cover them all out there don't (laughs) move me but I was so happy because I hadn't seen this in a while and it is a movie I really liked I've liked it since I've seen it back in the 90s I did not see this in the theater but whenever it came out on VHS probably in the day but, Sean, thank you. To me, this is a 7.5 and a buy. I, it's a definite rewatchable movie to me. It's fun, action-oriented, and I really like the heartfelt emotions that go along with the girl and Kevin Costner. So this is a buy. What do you got?
1: Ah, Well, I do not agree with the people that say that this is a terrible movie. I don't think it's terrible, but I don't think it's good like really good either. Of course, it didn't help that at the time when the movie was released, there were movies that were so much better, like Forrest Gump, like Pulp Fiction, like all of them. Oh
0: movie. God, this is way better to me than them two movies. It's not,
1: but that's not the point right now. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was looking at the bad guys and I couldn't help but think like, where are they getting all that hairspray?
0: i mean <laughs> lady Le- phantom no
1: what i'm, I'm what telling you know? my opinion I know, here but lady
0: phantom i don't think you're giving the story enough credit i think it's a really good story and it's interesting i think
1: the idea of the story is very good the execution is not that good especially at the end like you asked me and I told you, like at the end, of course, there are things that we cannot say because they are spoilery, but I thought they were very, very poorly explained, but pfft, oh, well, whatever. And the bad guys, I mean, I'm telling you, they must have like all the hairspray in the world, the, the hairstyles that they have, like they are in the middle between super dirty and you can tell how hard it was for them to make them look this bad. Like, I I really didn't like that.
0: You love fantasy movies. Don't you appreciate the world and the sets they created in this movie? I mean, there's some really cool things in this. I'm just going to say this one thing. In the end, where the deacon and he has all his people, they're on the Exxon Valdez oil tanker living i thought that was very cool that that was one set piece and then these moats and stuff created i mean it was
1: funny yeah and they also have the smeat instead of spam which i thought was <laughs> hilarious and also like at this in this boat that they have it says no smoking while there are explosions happening everywhere which is also
0: pretty cool but cigarettes are in high demand in this movie
1: Oh, absolutely. And when I saw the bad guy smoking, I was like, where did you get cigarettes? The same as I... I mean, because, yes, I i love fantasy and everything, but you have to give me a world in which I can believe that all of this is happening. And I just don't get the, the hairstyles, you know? Like, they are not in a position to use all that much hair gel or hairspray to look like that, and they look stupid. Like, they are... I, I just didn't think they looked good. So... I'm divided because on the one hand, I do want a little more explanation about some things. And on the other hand, I don't think I have it in me to watch the extended version because I was bored to death in some parts. So to me, this movie is a four and it's an avoid.
0: Wow, Sean, I give you permission to bash Lady Phantom. Permission
1: <laughs> denied.
0: All right, 4K, another Universal. This is three episodes in a row. I see Universal. We said it back on our one year anniversary, and Lean up, we think Universal is the best company that puts out these 4K disc conversions. Lady Phantom, Universal there is grain they did scrub it a lot of times
1: yes i think i mean it's not as good as other universal presentations we've seen but on the other hand they have been much newer Mm -hmm. you know but i think they did work on this and they they worked on this a lot
0: yes and that's what sean exclaimed why he wanted us to cover this because he said it wasn't referenced but he thought universal did a lot of work on this and yes you are right sean and i was personally pleased because i've seen this movie many times vhs on a projector blu-ray so this disc brought a lot more to the table but there was scenes that were very distracting on 4k too
1: yes it's a a a very mixed bag this movie i think it goes a little bit more to the side of good
0: yes to me it does Uh uh-huh But there's some mixed back. But definitely more on the positive. And I got several examples that I can give you. Because this takes place in water... There's a lot of times when Kevin Costner goes in the water to get food or something, or throws somebody overboard and has to go out, <laughs> or dives in. You
1: know, and you
0: actually see the water beads coming off of him.
1: Yeah, there are some underwater scenes. There's one actually when he is getting someone out of water that they the camera goes like above water underwater above water underwater and i couldn't believe how beautiful that looked
0: actually yes and i'm going to give you a perfect example we have on our demo worthy discs is the shallow which takes place on water and this is the difference on a older movie and a modern movie that is so pristine and gorgeous all the way through and while there's scenes where they scrubbed it brought the contrast up it could never even get close to that mm-hmm. level yeah but from what became before on this movie oh yeah it's a definite upgrade and has never looked this good. Will probably never look any better than this.
1: Yeah, you know what I was thinking when we were watching it, and I—I I suppose the music helped a little for me to feel that way. I think this is the way uh, an old, old, old movie would look if they worked on it and made it look fantastic. Like if, I don't know, Ben-Hur or the Ten Commandments, something like that. Because it has that old feeling to it somehow. Yeah,
0: it's funny, Phantom. This is very filmic, too. It maintained that. People will be happy with that. Yes, While there is more color, the wide color gamut's in effect here. There's darker hues, lighter, there's more vibrant scenes. The explosions looked really good. That doesn't look like a current disc does, but it's a vast improvement with what came before it. And the close ups were luscious. And they zoom in several times on faces and you don't see a slop of grain on them scenes, and they look great, maintaining a filmic look.
1: Yeah, like, uh, I don't know how many times I had to look into Dennis Hopper's face. I mean, ew. I mean, it looked disgusting, but because it looked so good, you know? Like, you could see every, and you can tell that, because, I mean, this is a movie where you have to go with the fact that they live on water. So all of them have, like, this very very intense tan on their skins and even like the the wrinkles you can tell when like they they squint and some parts of their face are not tan but others are and you can tell how much makeup they have on but at the same time you can i mean you can see everything it's wow
0: yes it's very good there like I said, the water, you know, it goes through different shades of murkiness in this movie. It can yeah. look black, it can look blue, it can look green in every shade in between.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> During different action scenes and stuff. But where the 4K definitely hurts than previous Blu-ray is, is the green screening. Oh my goodness, yes. There is some standout horrible scenes in this movie.
1: Yeah and there's one scene I I think some of them are like in the air in some flying contraption or something where Rager's machine Yeah where they completely forgot for a second there that it it was 4K, and it's so blurry.
0: Yeah, it seemed like to me certain scenes didn't get treatment for whatever reason. I know, like they completely forgot them. Like I actually paused one scene, you could see they tamped down the grain because when you really noticed it was wide landscapes here, it didn't matter night or day or mid-afternoon here. They tamped down, they softened it up so the grain wasn't prevalent, but then like the last two seconds of the frame when it went to a cut scene, you notice get real fuzzy all of a sudden. It's like they didn't do enough. They needed another couple months on this disc, I think, Lady Phantom.
1: Yeah, because some of the scenes, very few, thankfully, but I mean, you have all throughout the movie, you have this light, light sheen of grain. Bec- it's very filmic but some scenes get bad like a yeah lot i felt
0: of they were in i don't know about a rush but i think they had time constraints with whoever did the production of this disc. yeah and like they did as much as they could but i feel if they would have had another month or two this could have even have been way better because there's some jarringly bad scenes.
1: Jarringly, yeah. And I mean, it's
0: mainly it, when they're in the air in the balloon or Gregor's contraption, he builds a flying machine to try to find dry land so they can fly over all yeah, the Yeah, it's
1: like most of those scenes were completely forgotten.
0: Yes, and this is where even the end scene Lady Phantom when there's multiple people in a balloon and they're all looking out over the balloon. Oh my God, it's so terribly green screen there.
1: Yeah, it's so, so, so bad. And you can
0: even see like fake wind blowing. Like like they're way up in the air. Everybody's hair should be blown because most everybody has longer hair here. There is a couple Edward Scissorhand moments in this that I appreciated, but.
1: (laughs) No, I didn't.
0: Oh, Oh, I liked it. But anyway, it's like you could just see they had fans blowing and just little bits of hair because nobody was wet in these scenes, so hair could have been blowing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's one scene, I think it's one underwater, when it's a very weird moment because I could tell it was a green screen, but then there is some thing that is really really big and then a person goes right next to it but you can tell it's green screen yeah it's like they had to make something very very strange there at the in the editing room Uh, it it just didn't work it looked terrible but then you get other scenes like there's this guy that the bad people have in the like in the depths of the of of their ship Mm -hmm. And it's super, super dark, and then they open uh, a door or something, and you see, and the contrast there is so beautiful, and mm. and it's completely dark, and you see the guy in the light, and then I mean there were scenes that that were loved in this scene, you mm. know, like in this movie, like people worked on them, and especially I mean I couldn't see anything bad at night. It's like all the night scenes were very
0: well yeah, treated. Yeah, they really DNR that, which I appreciated. And the contrast because there wasn't a lot of detail needed specifically in this movie. In those scenes, they yeah. went to because they were wide scenes, wide shots. So yeah, they look great.
1: Yeah, the contrast, the dark levels in this in these scenes were actually excellent. The contrast was beautiful. But then, yeah, you have those other scenes that are so, like, they, they were like, eh, nobody cares about that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. They didn't work Now,
0: the huge positive with this. Now, I don't know if Phantom remembers on her previous versions, but this got a new audio soundtrack upgrade to DTS-X, which is Atmos equivalent, and it sounded phenomenal from start to finish. To
1: well, me. I didn't remember, but I could tell i mean come on and then in this uh, movie it helps actually because it was nominated for an oscar for sound etiquette. wow i, I didn't mean, know
0: that but wow. it deserved it this bass in this is non-stop surrounds work not over utilization either but they produced it they added overheads not tons but environmental and then like when some things are overhead of you it's apparent they're above you yeah i and, really appreciated it and
1: also the music like you heard like some of some things came to you from the front but then some instruments came from above and i mean the mu- the the sound in this movie is fantastic
0: and lady phantom this has been our criticism on other 80s and 90s films because remember we're going back 20 30 years now is at the time of audio production in this era when you modernize it if they don't do anything it sounds hollow and not as full yeah this movie sounds like it could have been made this year
1: yeah it, that's completely not the case with this movie it's they great.
0: did that fullness effect like where you criticize so many others like beverly hills cop for example stuff like that where you not you can hear it sounds mono-ish and they just extended it without doing any reproduction of the sound yes here they boosted the eq levels everywhere so it's a complete full environment and there's so much action in this and things coming by you and overhead of you these jet skis and fire scenes all around you all throughout this movie
1: oh yeah the sound is very very good
0: all right special feature time
1: well as it happens apparently the only special feature that we get is the extended edition of the movie
0: wow nothing else
1: nothing else i read somewhere that arrow video had released something kind recently and they had like a lot of special features but this one specifically it only has like i think 20 minutes or 40 minutes more of movie and that's it and it's on hd it's not even on 4k
0: so oh well that's that's a bummer okay lady phantom this is the time I think we're both in agreement. I'm curious what grade you got because this is a 90s movie. But yeah. what do you got?
1: Well, oof, it's hard because I think the movie looks good in its majority. We already talked about scenes that were forgotten or not loved enough, and that is a bummer definitely and the green screen is it's just so apparent it's i mean thankfully they actually filmed this on water like they didn't use all the green screens that they could have used if they had like used green screens for the water and everything although there was one that I, i i forget exactly when it happened but it included water and it was a green screen and it was horrible i think this movie is a c I can't go any higher because there are flaws that are way too apparent, but I do think it is worthy because it it looks so bad. It looks so much better. So you do
0: remember watching it previously?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I remember I did watch this at the movies
0: actually. Oh, did you?
1: Yeah, I did. And one time recently that we saw it and that was that, but I mean, I don't exactly remember how it looked, but I can tell, I mean, The scenes that were worked on, which was the majority. Oh yeah, it's ninety
0: percent of this movie. Like I said, I think they were under time constraints. They had a certain time to get it done, and there's just certain scenes. They didn't do, and like I said, with some of these cut scenes, it's like they didn't do it long enough, the DNR. They just didn't elaborate enough for it. Or maybe it got lost in translation, too. Like I said, maybe they missed it during production, you know, because some of them were quick scenes, but to our eyes it was noticeable
1: yeah actually you, i'm gonna say c plus because yeah c no c plus because yeah and also i had to take into consideration the the lack of special features i mean it's like just the, the extended edition is like
0: eh. uh, yeah i would do that sometimes but i'm not a special features guy but yes you're buying a new disc you want little something more But I'm going to be a little higher than Lady Phantom. I'm going with a B minus, and I'll tell you why. For one, the soundtrack was completely reworked. It's incredible. It's a modern-day soundtrack. It really is. It could always use more overheads. The Phantom and I say this on 98% of movies. (laughs) Yeah. But there was action in the overheads. But there's tons of surround work. They really EQ'd this track to make it full, sound modern, and the bass is thunderous, boomy, rattled the house at times, and sounds really good. The video, like I said, there's more scenes that stand out poorly that need to be reworked. So that's why I'm not super high. But this is an absolute worthy disc. And with her C+, my B-, minus, that'll be a final C++. I'm happy with that. It works. You know this ain't a modern movie. But what they did and from where this movie started with, from a 25-year-old movie, it looks pretty darn good. Better than most we've covered around this time period. Yeah. Right, Phantom? Yep. So universal does it again. All right, Lady Phantom, get us out of here.
1: Everyone, go to BillSheddy.com where you can find our guest book. You can sign it and tell us what you think and tell us if you have requests like we just did right now. And also there on that website, you can find all the links to the different places where you can subscribe to the podcast Remember to follow me on Twitter, LadyPhantom74, and also the links for Letterboxd
0: are there. Thank you, Sean, for making that request. It was a good one to me. It's definitely worthy. Your eye was right on it. So for LadyPhantom, I am Bill Shetty. We'll catch you on the next Movies in 4K.